Welcome to the Consistency Corner Podcast, where we delve deep into the heart of content strategy, branding, and the art of simplifying your marketing approach. I'm your host, Ruthie Starrett, a Midwest native now soaking up the Florida sun and a proud mom of an energetic eight-year-old and the passionate force behind the Consistency Corner. Each episode will bring you actionable insights, unfiltered conversations on life as a mompreneur, and tips to elevate your brand with consistency. Whether you're a budding business owner or someone just eager to find clarity in the digital marketing maze, you found your corner. Join me as we navigate a path to success you can be consistent with and together bring out the brand sparkle so that you can make an impact and an income. Hey there, before we dive into today's episode, I've got something sparkly for you. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the constant need to post and engage on Instagram? Do you ever wish that you could just like step away from the daily grind and still leave a lasting impression? Or maybe you haven't been posting and you're letting that guilt weigh on you because you know, as a business owner, you can do better with your presence on social media. Well, then the done for you nine grid is a way to make your dream become a reality. What you'll get is a custom tailored Instagram strategy, beautifully designed squares, captivating captions, and the peace of mind knowing your profile tells your brand story perfectly. Whether you're preparing for a busy season or you just want to focus on other areas of your business, let me help you shine on Instagram without the hassle and overwhelm. Sound too good to be true? It's not. If you want in, grab the link in the show notes to learn more about the Done For You 9 Grid and fill out an application to book a call for your very own custom 9 Grid. All right, now let's get to the episode. Welcome to episode 49 of the Consistency Corner podcast. And today we are going to talk about all about one of my favorite themes, which is planning content. And we're going to dive into one of my favorite lessons around planning content, which is using content themes to plan your content. Now, first of all, I love a good theme. Fourth um, of July and St. Patrick's Day are two of my favorite holidays, literally just for the opportunity to theme it up. But aside from holiday decor, outfits, and food, themes really do have a place in your content planning process. When you choose three to five themes, or we can also call them content pillars, you can use this as a starting point for your marketing content. And then you'll have a guide for what to talk about, a plan to create authority and build trust with your audience around these three to five topics. Let me give you an example. As a marketing and brand strategist who focuses on mindset and supporting female entrepreneurs through the Consistency Quarter Marketing Method, I've defined four content pillars for my business. The first one is Marketing Made Easy, where I teach you tips all about marketing and content planning. The second is Brand Strategy and Creating a Foundation for Your Brand, as well as how to be consistent within your branding. The third is intentional goal setting and how it supports you in business, branding, and as a business owner. And then the fourth one is mindset and personal development and how it is a foundation for everything that you do. Now, when you think about these four topics, this is how I choose content and what I want to talk about in podcasts, lessons for my clients, email newsletters, social media posts, and then I'll brainstorm on smaller topics that could fit into those four pillars. What I do is I'll just literally sit down with like a whiteboard or an Excel spreadsheet and just brain dump topics that like subtopics that can go underneath each of those. 
For example, under marketing made easy, I can talk about email marketing. I could talk about social media marketing. I could talk about writing calls to action. I could talk about copywriting. I could talk about, um, conversion rates and, you know, how to use language to inspire your customer. I mean, there's like hundreds of things I could probably talk about under marketing made easy. Under brand strategy, I can talk about things like your color story. I can talk about things like brand keywords. I can talk about how to choose a logo. You know, I talk a lot about mission, vision, and values as a piece of your branding. So you can see how those four overarching topics kind of get broken down, but then it gives me a guideline and a framework to plan my content so it doesn't feel like every time I sit down to write an email or make a post that I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall and wondering what to talk about. Let me give you an example for a um, product-based business. business. Um, so I'm a service-based business, but if you're a product-based business, here's something that you could talk about. You know, let's say if you are an apparel boutique, you could talk about products you use for um, going out to dinner, you know, outfits for going out to dinner. That could be like a big piece of your customer's journey, their life is that they love to go out to eat with their friends. And so you could literally talk about the clothes that you sell that would be great for that. You could give advice or tips on styling. You know, you could talk about how to layer different outfits together. You could talk about how to accessorize. You could talk about motivation and inspiration if that's something that's important to your customer. So if she's the kind of person who likes motivational quotes, who, you know, maybe one of your content pillars is around her lifestyle and that's something that she's into, that's something that you could easily keep going. And this is where knowing your ideal customer is really important because that's going to help guide some of these content pillars. A fourth one that you could talk about if you're a clothing boutique is like human stories that connect your customers. So again, think about who your ideal customer is and think about human stories around who she is. You know, she's celebrating a birthday or she's celebrating um, a promotion at work. And, you know, you can feature in your content, your products, but then the story and the message of the content isn't always just product, 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 if that makes sense. Now you can see how in both of these examples that I've talked about that it's a mix of business and personal. It's a mix of informational and inspirational. And what I don't do in my business is create content around swimsuit shopping or home decor. Even though I personally love both of these things, but my company doesn't put content out around it because it's not one of the core pieces of my brand and my pillar. And you can see that by being consistent with my content, I'm creating authority with my audience and I'm giving them an opportunity to trust me because I am being consistent in what I talk about. If I started suddenly, you know, creating posts about swimsuit shopping, that might help you, but you'd be like, what is Ruthie talking about? This is not like what I'm here for in the consistency corner. So Sticking to those broader pillars, again, helps you create consistency, which helps you create authority. It also helps you streamline and brainstorm and create a roadmap for your content because it narrows the focus for you. Instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall and being like, what am I going to talk about today? Or scrolling for inspiration and copying other people, it kind of gives you these guidelines of where to stay in your lane so that you don't have to think about it so much. You've already kind of 
brainstormed on these bigger topics. So I'm going to give you a little bit of homework this week. If you haven't already thought about this, about doing this, I'm going to give you some homework. So I want you to sit down and I want you to brainstorm your three to five content themes. And then I want you to brainstorm 10 topics that you can discuss for each one. So you're going to end up coming up with at least 30 topics, maybe 50 if we come up with five content themes. And you will be so excited to have that list to go back to when you sit down to create social media content or email newsletters. Now, we have not talked a whole lot about email on this podcast, but it is definitely something that I want you to start considering in addition to your social media strategy, because I know we talk about social media is not a marketing plan and your email um, content is a great way to continue to nurture um nurture relationships with your audience. And you don't want every single email you you send just to be like new arrivals sale, because eventually that becomes noise to your customer. You want to have content that adds value. And so doing this content brainstorm theme, you're going to come up with 30 or so, maybe up to 50 topics that you could talk about. Well, there you go right there. That's like 30 to 50 email subjects where you could write a couple of paragraphs. It doesn't have to be super long. Or now you could write 30 to 50 blog posts if you have a blog on your website. Even if you're not yet doing email marketing or having a blog, um, think about those 30 to 50 topics as um, longer Instagram posts. So something that's going to be a value add post or a teaching post something that's really going to, again, create trust with your audience and create engagement. And then again, if you're a product-based business, you can weave product into those content pillars and into those topics just by featuring product in the images or, you know, sharing product new arrivals or product-specific posts um, just occasionally sprinkled in, you know. I think it's Gary Vee, which I know there's like a lot of opinions on his um, teachings, but he teaches the jab, jab, hook, which is like you give, and this is years ago, so it's probably even changed since then. But basically, you give three pieces of value for every one like selling post. But I kind of like to use that same ratio to think about product-based businesses and how you should create content and posts is that you want to have at least three value-add content pieces for every one, hey, here's a product, we think you should buy it type post. Um, Because if you if every single post you put out into the world is, hey, here's my product, please buy it, your customers are going to eventually just stop engaging with you and they're going to scroll on by. They're not going to open your emails because they're like, okay, we get it. You're selling stuff. And they don't, they're maybe not in a place to buy right then and there. Um, One of my favorite business authors and mentors is Donald Miller, who writes the story brand um or developed the story brand framework around how to talk about your business. And one of the things that he teaches in Marketing Made Easy is with your emails that your job is to nurture your relationship with your customers so that when they they are ready to buy, your business is top of mind. So every single email is not going to convert at 100%. And that's okay. And quite honestly, every single email is not even going to be opened at 100%, and that's okay. But even the people who are not opening the weekly email, they are seeing your business name in their inbox, and they are thinking about your business. Now, this is from somebody who has 35,000 unread emails in my inbox. Um, You know, that Gmail promotions folder gets quite full. 
And even the days that I do take the time to go through and delete stuff, maybe I'm not opening every single thing, but I'm seeing those business names. And again, it is reinforcing that like, oh, at one time or another, I gave my email address to this business because they offered something that I valued, whether it's product that I like, it's a free informational tool that I downloaded, or I just maybe even signed up for a discount. Like I'm still seeing their name so that then when I go to make a purchase and need something, like they're top of mind. Old Navy is a great example of this. Like I don't shop at Old Navy that often. I mean, I might buy something there four or five times a year. I probably get an email from Old Navy every single day. But then if I'm thinking about buying something for my son, like Old Navy is one of my first places to go to because I'm constantly thinking about it. Same thing with if I need like a cute new dress or a pair of leggings, I might look at Old Navy first because they are constantly nurturing that relationship by sending me some stuff. Same thing with Bath and Body Works. Like I love their candles. I don't buy candles that often, I mean, maybe three or four times a year, same thing with hand soaps. But like, I look at their emails, even if I don't open them, I see them in my inbox every couple of days. And it's a reminder of like, oh, I have a relationship with this business or this company. And so that content that they send out nurtures that relationship. So Again, your homework is to sit down, map out your three to five content themes and pillars, and then brainstorm at least 10 topics that you can discuss for each one. If you have questions about your content themes or pillars, or you maybe pick one and you're like, I don't think I can come up with 10 subtopics, send me a DM on Instagram. Let's brainstorm this together. This is one of my favorite, favorite things to do is to help people plan content. So I'm happy to be a sounding board, to be a brainstorming buddy, and I would love to hear what you come up with. Thank you guys so much for listening. We've got a short lesson this week because it is a homework week and I want you to take action on this because I know it is gonna help you out so much and I cannot wait to see what you come up with and see your content start sparkling. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.